Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Hey everyone, welcome in to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here as we are now getting down to the final Two weeks of region play for most teams. Some teams will keep going all the way through the end, but we are now officially in week eight. But, Jerry, before we get to week eight, let's go back. Week seven, we didn't really see a great game with uh, Thompson and Oak Mountain, but there were still some other games to talk about. Yeah, we got a few to talk about, and you're right, John. That that game, I don't even remember the score. It was so many points. It was, was, it was it? so many points, in fact, that – the people who were running the scoreboard lost count. That's right. Because there was a point there they didn't put an extra point up there. So That's 68 right. to 7, but they had 67 7 on the scoreboard. Luckily, in the record books, it was corrected. And you had a real good statement there. You'd looked it up. I think Thompson was just three or four points away from setting an all time record of points scored at Thompson against yep. an opponent, opponent. But of course, this is the most points scored in a Mark Freeman era. So. Yeah, good night for Thompson and a good night for a whole bunch of other people that needed the win to get into the playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of brackets are slowly but surely starting to take shape. We actually did have some region spots get locked up this past week, uh, none in Class 7A, but in, in uh, 6A down uh, – I think most, if not all, 1A through 6A had at least some spots locked up this past week. But a lot of these are basically de facto region title games, even though we're not quite to that point. Team, like for instance, Thompson, all they got to do is beat Tuscaloosa County this week and they lock up the region or beat Hoover. It doesn't even matter, one or the other, and they lock up the region. There's a lot of scenarios like that. We'll kind of go through that as we go through some of these games. Down south, a team we always keep an eye on, T.R. Miller. They got a big one over Escambia County uh, in that one. Uh, it was close between T.R. Miller, St. Michael, Escambia County, Bayside Academy, and Satsuma, all fighting for three spots in uh, 4A Region 1, and uh, T.R. Miller got the big one there, 42-7. to Now Escambia County, a lot of work to do if they want to try to get in. American Christian, 44-31 winners over West Blockton. They are number two in that region behind Bibb County, who beat Montevallo 34-0. So Bibb County now uh, looking good to be your region champ there in that region, uh, kind of the you know central Alabama region there down in Foray. Oak Grove and Corner both fighting for position. Corner currently your region leader in that region. They went 42-13 over Oak Grove. Oak Grove still alive, though, to potentially get a second seed. Uh, all the teams there, I think it's Dora and Northside are the other two teams in uh, competition right there for those four seeds, but they're all in the playoffs at least um, and then we moved to move up to class 5a Scottsboro a uh, uh, team that is now coached by Chris Bell that used to be at Oak Mountain and uh, they're looking to make a good playoff run as well yeah we knew he was going to be successful there he's successful everywhere he's been and you're right I think this is um, you know pretty much uh, they still got Doug Scottsboro still got Douglas to play which is a uh, you know I don't know if Douglas is really going to play into this at all as they are um, you know, in a losing streak. Now, they lost four in a row. I couldn't remember how many. So, that game's still to come. But they beat uh, Sardis 41-21. Sardis now in a two-way tie, the way I see it, with a rap. Yeah, they are uh, still fighting for position. Scottsboro looking good to get that second spot behind Gunnersville there in Region 7. Uh, another big game, Ramsey and John Carroll. We've kind of wondered what John Carroll would have this season after starting off unbeaten that first half of the season, but they're uh, running into the tough slate right now in that region. Yeah, and you know, we've been saying this all year. John Carroll had a kind of an easy first half of the year, and now they're getting into the meat of it. They play Ramsey, of course, 28 to nothing. Ramsey shuts them out. 
But, you know, John Carroll going to play Jasper next week. And Jasper is not a very good football team at all. So they'll get well a little bit next week and probably still make the playoffs. Yeah, John Carroll still most likely a playoff team there behind Ramsey Pleasant Grove. We'll see where they fall uh, compared to Winona. Down south in Class 5A, BC Rain. How about this? Upsetting UMS Wright. I would say it's an upset. At UMS Wright, they win 31-21. That then puts UMS Wright in a tough position. Well, right now, they are not currently in the bracket as I have things slated. Now, still plenty of, of action to go down there, but uh, looking uh, not great right now for UMS Wright. The thing is, UMS Wright's only even in the position they're in because of the forfeits Viger had earlier this season. Viger already beat them, but they got a forfeit win out of that, or else they would basically be out of the playoffs right now. Kind of shocking to see that. For UMS rights, I imagine they will drop back down in the new competitive balance because they got upset in the playoffs last year as well. Up in 6A in, in uh, the Montgomery region, Wetumpka and Carver, both fighting for position. Carver currently in the lead of that region down in Region 2. 38-7, Carver gets the win over Wetumpka. Now Carver and Pike Road will play I believe not this week, but next to a determined top seed there with Tumka looking like your third seed um, in that region. Moving up to region six, Shades Valley and Pell City, a matchup to kind of help determine. It's so weird when you say Pell City has no wins, but they're still technically alive for the playoffs because yeah. of having some close games and everything, but didn't go their way this time. Well, you knew Ruben Nelson. He, you know, he, he probably had this one circled. I don't know why I say that, but. Only thing I'll say about that, Pell City still looking for their first official win. Yeah, they beat center point, but uh, that game got forfeited. They're appealing it, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I don't know if the AHSA will give them that back or not. So Pell City, they do lose 24-21. Now Shades Valley and uh, Pinson Valley this week, actually for that final playoff spot, Pell City uh, will not make the playoffs in Rush Probst's first year. Uh, Parker and Mountain Brook, another upset here. I would lean upset just because Mountain Brook has been so good. Uh, former 7A Region 3 team they dropped down but Parker getting a big win you know I don't care who you are it's hard to beat a Chris Yeager team I mean he's always going to have them prepared always going to play good Parker came in there 13 to 10 they're 5 and 0 in the region that drops Mountain Brook to 3 and 1 in the region remember Parker's only loss was to Pleasant Grove and I think that was by one point so Parker, a very good football team. Yeah, Parker up in 6A. Uh, they've been in that 5A region before with Ramsey, Pleasant Grove. They've played both of those, beat Ramsey, lost to, to Pleasant Grove, like you mentioned. Here's the crazy thing about Mountain Brook. We'll talk about they're playing Mortimer Jordan this week. That loss not only makes them where they're not going to win the region title, it could potentially drop them all the way back to fourth, depending on what happens with the rest of their schedule. Uh, they've looked good so far, but, you know, Got beat pretty bad by Vestavia. Beating Hoover doesn't mean what it once did. Right. And, you know, they play a team like Parker. And Parker drove down at the end of the game and scored a touchdown to win this 13-10. Speaking of Gardendale, 61-49. to That's who Mount Brook has, not this week, but next week. Um, they uh, have basically worked their way in. Um, the Woodlawn coach messaged me on Twitter to say, hey, we're not out of it yet. I left them out of it. But technically not mathematically eliminated. Neither is minor. Um, but uh, Gardendale looking strong now, getting a win. 61-49 there. Ben Russell and Pelham. Pelham trying to work their way in the playoff. Probably not going to happen. They fall to Ben Russell 41-14. They have got to be at home with this week if they want to try to get in. But uh, Benjamin Russell, big winner 41-14 in that one to continue to stay strong for the playoffs. In 6-8 Region 4, big matchup between two teams that typically have a close game. And this one was still close between Hueytown and McAdory. Yeah, it was. Hueytown, well, you know, we said that. This is a rivalry game. Hueytown and McAdory, for some reason, kind of – you know, it's always been a rivalry, but a five-point game, 20-15. to 15. Uh, The Golden Gophers uh, both, uh, you know, could still make playoffs. Yellow Jackets are uh, 
Well, let me back up. Hillcrest is obviously going to yeah, win they're, that they're the number one. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So, you know, these two teams, this game was very important. It's going to affect the outcome of, of Region 4 in the 6A classification. It is. You got Central Tuscaloosa and Bessemer City sitting behind them as well, trying to fight for those playoff spots. Hueytown McAdory, Hueytown basically up to number two now with that win, 20 to 15 over the Yellow Jackets. All right, up to Class 7A, another upset here. Bob Jones, 31 13 winner over Spartman. Spartman went into the game last week against James Clemens, both unbeaten in region play. They lost to James Clemens, then they lose to Bob Jones. Now Spartman has dropped a third. And the way Austin is playing, upsetting James Clemens 28-7, to that whole region is an absolute disaster trying to figure it out. Austin has now worked their way in. They were out uh, as of going into this past week. But now the way it looks is James Clemens won, Bob Jones two. They're tied, but James Clemens already won head-to-head uh, there in the Battle of Madison. Um, Spartman is three. Austin's sitting there. Florence is still sitting there. Huntsville still has an outside chance. That region is a disaster, but you can catch it all at alepreps.com. I have the bracketology kind of sort of broken down, but we got to wait and see what happens this week with 7A Region 4. Down in Region 2, a region we typically keep an eye on, Dothan and Enterprise, a close game here, and Dothan inching their way into the playoffs. I've been telling you, Dothan's a good football team all year. I thought Enterprise was going to beat them. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what your little formula had there. You might you had Enterprise by uh, a touchdown yeah. or thereabouts. So, yeah, Dothan wins by a touchdown. I just really think Dothan is is not only good this year, I think they're going to be good the next year or two. Yeah, Dothan right now, I'm pulling my bracketology up. So right now, the way it stands, Enterprise going into this week was at number two because they beat Auburn, having that close win over Auburn. But as it stands right now, Central, if they beat Auburn this week, they're going to win that region, I have no doubt. Number two, Auburn, because they're only sitting at four and one. Uh, Dothan now up to number three at 4-2. and two. Opelika at 4-2. and two. Dothan and Opelika still got to play each other. And then Enterprise now down at number 5 at 3-2. and two. Now, they're far from out of it and especially having that Auburn win will help. But Central beats Auburn. Depending on what happens with the rest of the games, you got a 4-2, and 4-2, and 4-2, and 3-2 and two sitting there all waiting to uh, figure out what happens. So it's a, an absolute mess in Region 2 behind Central Phoenix City. And here's a little tidbit. Dothan is off this week and they're getting ready for Opelika. I think that's going to be the game right there that's going to decide it. Very well could. That game will be October 27th, but Auburn Central is a big matchup. We'll get to that in a second uh, happening this week. And as I switch tabs, my my, uh, app crashed. But um, Baker and Mary Montgomery, I know it's the next game on there. Mary Montgomery continues to remain unbeaten here, 35-14. I had this one as a pick I thought it was going to be a close matchup. But, boy, Mary Montgomery has been impressive this season. Yeah, they really have. And, uh you know, moving on up the list, Spain Park, uh, Chelsea game. Spain Park beat Chelsea. We thought they would, 38-21. to 21. Uh, Spain Park, we had them favored in that. But then we go to Hoover. Hoover, could they, you know, hold on? That game was close, John. It was, I think it was 10-10, if I'm not it mistaken. Was, so, here, uh, we were going through the scores during our game. We got bored during our game. So, we right. started looking at the scores, and I, I pulled it up, and I kind of held my phone to, to both you and Tim back and forth like, Look at this score. It was three to nothing, Tuscaloosa County getting towards the end of the first half. It's like Hoover has not even scored a point yet. Now they got a touchdown at the end of the half to make it seven to three and uh ended up maintaining the lead from there, winning uh what was it, thirty seven ten. But yeah, it was it was a little questionable there for Hoover against Tuscaloosa yeah, County. No, and you had to you had to think, is is Hoover really struggling that bad? Listen, Hoover, we all know, got off to a terrible spark start but here's the only three teams they've beaten they've beaten spain park mm-hmm. they've beaten tuscaloosa county and they've beaten oak mountain now they're going to get chelsea this week we know that'll be but then they got thompson coming to town so not the year at all that 
Hoover wanted, but they're still probably going to make the playoffs. Now, just assuming they get the win over Chelsea and the loss to Thompson, that should be good enough um, based on how things are going. Basically, so Hewitt Trussell got a big one over Vestavia, 55-27. That locked, basically locked Hewitt up to second, Vestavia to third, Hoover to fourth, County now sitting behind Spain Park. They dropped to six because Spain Park beat County. So that one close game between Spain Park and Hoover is basically what is going to decide that fourth seed. And uh, you mentioned they got that win there, but only 28-20 and because yeah. Spain Park had like three block field goals. I mean, they had, they had all kind of issues. Spain Park, it seems like they might could have won that game there. But um, they're going to be on the outside looking in as long as basically chalk holds this week. And, of course, Thompson, they only need to beat Tuscaloosa County this week to lock up the region after beating on Mountain pretty good 68-7 to last week. But speaking of Hewitt Trussell, Vestavia, that was a game we're all looking forward to. Uh, a lot bigger blowout, I think, from Hewitt than we expected. I would lean Vestavia to win the game in general. But 55-27, to and it's all thanks to our Milo's Player of the Week, who is Peyton Floyd. Uh, rebounded from that Thompson loss the week before. He rushed for 257 yards, five touchdowns on the ground, also passed 18 of 23 for 169 yards and one touchdown. So he had six total touchdowns accounted for as Hewitt did win that game 55 to 27. So Thompson, Hewitt, Vestavia, Hoover is basically how it's going to finish in 7A Region 3. It's a lot easier to figure that out compared to Region 4, which is an absolute disaster right now, and Region 2, which is an absolute disaster right now, and Region 1, which isn't quite a disaster, but um, still a little bit of work to be done right there. But anyway, we'll move into that, and we'll talk about the games coming up this week and what it means for the bracket. But first, Jerry, tell us about one of our great sponsors. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Shepherd Equipment. Uh, you can reach them at shepherdequipment.com. It's the easiest way. You can see all their services there right online. They do light demo, and by that I mean – if you got a storage shed or a deck or something that needs to be torn down, anything like that on your property, they'll come in, they'll demo it down, they'll put it in one of their dumpsters, which, by the way, they do dumpster service as well. Uh, and they have residential and commercial dumpsters, by the way, in 15 and 20 yards. So if you contractors out there looking for a company, a great company to do business with on your dumpster to put it into your job site, you want to contact them as well. But they do that. They haul stuff off. They can get it done for you. They do land clearing, uh, bush hogging, all anything that has to do with your land. You need a, a road built going down to uh, your pond on your property. This is the guys you want to uh, get in touch with. Shepherdequipment.com, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, shepherdequipment.com, a proud sponsor here on Next Round Preps. Thanks so much to Shepherd Equipment and, of course, Milo's for our player of the week as well. All right, when we get back week eight, two big region games left for a lot of teams here in the state. We'll look at some of the big matchups coming up right here on Next Round Preps. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which is brain changes that are starting to interfere with your life? Did you know researchers have proven that these brain changes can be slowed down or reversed in many people that routinely exercise their brain? At the Karen Thrive Foundation, we specialize in helping you understand the specific areas of the brain that have changed and develop a brain health plan, including cognitive exercises, adaptive approaches, and helpful technology to proactively stay ahead of your brain wellness. Visit www.karenthrive.org for more information. We've partnered with Who Is Coffee to create the next round blend. Available in light, medium, and dark roast. 100% Arabica beans. Specialty coffee roasted on demand. Available in whole bean or ground for drip pods. Espresso and coarse ground for French press. 
Go to nextround.store to get a link to pre-order today. Everyone that pre-orders will be entered to win a prize pack with coffees, shirts, hats, and tumblers. Nextround.store for the next round blend. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. John Lutz for Jerry Young here. We're now looking ahead to week eight of the AHSAA football season. And Jerry, let's start down south with a team we've talked a lot about, Jackson, looking really, really solid. And they are going to host St. Michael, where Phillip Rivers is the head coach. We've talked a lot about um, Bayside Academy with uh, Barrett Trotter as well. They're taking on Scambia County, so that's going to help determine fourth. Jackson needs a win over St. Michael to lock up the region. So that region is all over the place, but hopefully. this is I like this week right here because this kind of helps settle some things. And you also know exactly going into the last week exactly exactly what you need you know any other time i'd be saying philip rivers and st michael be you know but i want to tell you jackson is a machine right now they are uh, you know i don't even know i think they're going to handle them with an ease i got jackson as a four touchdown favorite here yeah, that's, on my little right. formula so uh looking for jackson to get a big win here if they do they will lock up that region title down in region one moving up to class 5a big matchup here that I would have said would have been for the region title coming into the season because I honestly didn't know anything about how good Southside Gadsden is. However, Moody and Leeds playing this week. Um, I, I have Leeds as a slight favorite in this one, but uh, Moody, they need to win this one to stay alive for the region title. And uh, Leeds still fighting for home field. If they get the win here, they've already lost to Southside. Leeds needs to win and then hope Moody beats Southside Gaston to then cause a, a three-way tie there. Moody needs to just win this, and basically that will set up a legitimate region title matchup against Southside Gaston uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going Jack Gaines on this. I, I just think that Moody is you know, playing their kind of ball right now, and you said it right. They have to still – Moody still has to play Southside of Gaston. The only loss in the region to Leeds – they're 3-1, and one, that one loss to Southside of Gadsden. So isn't it funny how the Gadsden team, Gadsden area team, got such an effect here in Moody and Lees. But this is another, another rivalry game. So, you know, just be aware these two people down 4-11, they don't like to play each other. They don't like each other. They love to play each other. It's going to be a war. Yeah, Jake Gannon's done a great job there. So far undefeated in the state, the only loss coming uh, to a team from Maryland they played in the middle of the season. So a uh, big game there between Moody and Lees down in Class 5A. In 5A Region 3, a matchup for the region title, Holtville. They are unbeaten in region play at Demopolis. Uh, I like Demopolis in this one. They've been really good all season. Holtville, though, unbeaten in region play as well. So that will be for the Region 3 title. And uh, I never would have thought this, but both of these teams in this next matchup are on the outside looking in, needing a win to stay alive, and that is Citronelle at UMS Wright. Both are currently sitting outside. UMS Wright gets a win. They'll put themselves in better position and need, they need the win to stay alive, but uh, never would have thought I would have said that about UMS Wright here. I do like UMS Wright in this one, though. Uh, McGill Tulin at Theodore in 6A Region 1. McGill Tulin still fighting for fourth place. A loss will all but eliminate them because they've already lost to a couple of teams ahead of them. Theodore, meanwhile, trying to stay alive, uh, potentially for that second seed, at least get a three seed. They're at 4-1. and one. They've already lost uh, to Spanish Ford. They still have Saraland to go, so you have to assume that's a loss there as well. McGill Tulin at Theodore uh, tr- both trying to stay alive for the playoffs. Carver Montgomery at Sydney, or excuse me, Sydney Lanier at Carver Montgomery. I guess it doesn't matter. They both play Crampton Bowl. But uh, <laughs> both it's always weird. It's like, which, which one's technically the, the home team? Yeah, which yeah. side of the field they stand <laughs> yeah. on? That's the only difference. Uh, Lanier at, at Carver. Both are in, but they're playing for first. I mentioned uh, in the first half Carver, they got the win over Wetumpka. Carver and Pike Road are sitting there unbeaten, but uh, Lanier sitting there with only one loss. So if Lanier can get the win, they could potentially cause some chaos there and still work their way up 
up to first place. Um, in Region 4, I mentioned Central Tuscaloosa and Bessemer City both still alive uh, for the playoffs. If Central wins, they will lock up that fourth spot in Region 4. If Bessemer City wins, they have already beaten McAdory. So then not only does Bessemer City put themselves in position to potentially make it, they put themselves in position to potentially move ahead of not only Central Phoenix City, but McAdory as well. Then that puts McAdory in a bad position because they lost to Hueytown last week. Still a lot to go in that region, but it's kind of weird saying McAdory is fighting for second last week, and then they could be fighting for their lives if Bessemer City gets a big win here. Yeah, you know, you and I, too, we have a, a mutual friend that's the Central Tuscaloosa. Gra- I think he graduated yeah. from there. He still goes to most of their home games. Got a little inside information there. His excitement uh, is that this team is playing like they used to play. That's the way he puts it. So, you know, if Damian Stockdale's right, we'll see. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go with his – his recommendation say Central Tuscaloosa is going to win this week. And they've been good, I, I believe, in lower classifications, but up in 6A now uh, causing some damage there as well. So they are at 5-3, and 3-2 three, three and on the season. They are a game ahead, but uh, they have to go to Bessemer City there just off the interstate and uh, try to get a win there. In Region 3, I always want to say Region 5 because I was always used to be in Region 5 when I was at Homewood, but uh, now Homewood down in Region 3. They're in the region with Pelham, Briarwood, Ben Russell, Helena, Chilton County, um, Pelham. They traveled to Walter Stadium this week. Homewood has got to win to try to stay alive for a home field. Pelham has got to win just to even get in the playoffs. Yeah, Pelham won't do it. I don't tell you. Homewood's on a roll right now. They've beaten Calera, Benjamin Russell, Pinson Valley, and Chilton County back to back to back to back. They had an off week in there, but Pelham's just not playing that good. They both got the same overall record, though. That's what's so weird. Same overall record, but Patriots are going to take this down. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Pelham just hadn't been able to do it in region play. Homewood started off with a loss to John Carroll, which didn't look good, a really bad loss to Vestavia, and then a loss to who's probably going to be region champ in Helena, but they have turned it around since then. And they beat Ben Russell, who this week is at Briarwood. They're also fighting for second as well. Briarwood, uh, Ben Russell, Homewood all at 3-1, and one, all of them fighting for that second spot. Homewood and Briarwood coming up next week, but this week Briarwood has Ben Russell. Yeah, and, you know, Briarwood's come, coming in here, won four of their last five. Their only loss – Four points to Helena. We know how good a team Helena is. So, Briarwood, you know, right on the cusp there. But, you know, I look for them to go in and handle Ben Russell pretty easy. Yeah, I got uh, – this one has a pretty close game there, but I would lean Briarwood in this matchup uh, as Ben Russell has to come up to 119 and play the Lions there. Moving on to Region 5, what is actually Region 5 now, um, the second-place matchup that I would not have thought would have been for second place, Mortimer Jordan. 3-1 in that region. They're at Mountain Brook, who's also 3-1, and one, losing to Parker. Here's the thing. I mentioned it before. If Mountain Brook loses, then they play Gardendale next week. That actually would be, if Gardendale gets a win this week, that would be for the three seed. Gardendale hadn't even won a game until a couple weeks ago, but now they're on a two-game win streak beating J.O. and Minor. Gardendale, Mountain Brook next week, if Mountain Brook loses this week, could be for third place, and Mountain Brook could potentially fall all the way to fourth. I don't think that'll happen, but Mortimer Jordan has looked pretty solid this season, only one loss in the season, um, and that's to Parker, Mountain Brook, trying to stay alive for second place in 6A Region 5. In 6A Region 6, we mentioned the Shades Valley got a big win over Pell City to uh, keep Pell City winless on the season. You mentioned Homewood beat Pinson Valley. They've struggled this season, only 2-5, and but they're at Shades Valley. Yeah, Battle of the Valleys. I'm going where it's nice and cool down in the shade. <laughs> Shades, Shades Valley, the home team here. Uh, my number spit out Pinson as a huge favorite, but I will say 
a lot of the numbers here do kind of work on past success with overall pedigree of programs. And typically, Pinson Valley is that program that has that pedigree, uh, over, at least in recent history, over Shades Valley. Obviously, when the, the Knicks were there, you know, had a lot of success there with Bo and Caleb and, of course, Patrick being the coach. But, um, yeah, Shades Valley, they are hosting Pinson Valley. If they win, they get fourth. If Pinson wins, they will get fourth as long as they don't lose that last game. I remember they, who they play, maybe Huffman. Um, Clay Chalville and Oxford, though, that's the matchup in that region. Clay and Oxford are unbeaten in region play. Um, winner here gets the region title. If Oxford wins, they still have center point. Technically, center point could cause some chaos. But, uh, I mean, it's Clay Chalville. I mean, we've seen Clay Chalville. Yeah, and, you know, Oxford, obviously, they've got this new facility. It's been all over social media lately. I mean, they put like 50 pictures of it on there. A fantastic new facility. They've got the motivation. I just don't think they got the players. I mean, Clay Chalville is as good as we've seen. They are. Clay Chalville looking to uh, run the table here. They beat, I don't even remember what the score was last week for Huffman, but Huffman still has not scored a point yet this season. Uh, was it, it was, I want to say it was like 75 or something, yeah, but it was close. Crazy. It was a blowout. They, had, they scored, I think, 51 in the first half, which is fourth most ever in the first half. Do you know who number one most points scored in the first half ever in an AHSAA game is? No. Why would I be asking that question? Well, it's either Thompson or Homewood. <laughs> It'll be Homewood okay. against Ramsey, I believe, in 2012. <laughs> and uh, you're talking about Ruben Nelson with Shades Valley. He was the coach at Ramsey when that happened. I think it was his first year. He used that as motivation the year they won the state championship. Uh, we went to go talk to him. Um, we were back in radio. We went and did like an interview with him and sat down. And it's like, what's your motivation for this year? How are you going to turn this team around? And he's like, that Homewood game is motivation for me. And he turned around and won the state championship the next year. Beat up Alika in that state championship. And, uh, you know, maybe he can use that motivation to uh, get Chase Valley a big win over Pinson Valley as well. 72 to nothing. 72. I knew it was uh, some ridiculous ridiculous score that they got there in that game. 72 nothing. Clay gets the win over Oxford. So we'll see if Huffman can potentially score a point. I believe they have Pell City this week. I didn't put it on here because it wasn't a big game and it didn't matter uh, because Pell City hadn't won a game. But uh, I believe they have Pell City. So we'll see if they can score score point against Rush Probst. All right, moving on to Class 7A. Uh, Mary Montgomery, we mentioned, got a big win over Baker last week. They win the region title if they get a win over Daphne uh, this week. Daphne sitting at 3-1. and one. Daphne can move up with a win and potentially put them into region title contention based on non-region wins, but a loss could potentially put them in danger of missing with Foley coming up next week. And Foley sitting on the outside playing Davidson this week. Foley at 2-2, two and two, Davidson at 1-3. and three. This is for fourth as of now um, in Region 1, but... Uh, as it stands right now, Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, Foley are your four teams. Davidson trying to fight as that fifth seed. In 7A Region 4, a battle for second place, Bob Jones and Austin. Austin came out of nowhere. They beat James Clemens. Um, now they're trying to take the Bob Jones, who beat – or James Clemens beat Bob Jones early in the season. So we'll see if Austin can get the win there at home in Decatur. They're at 3-2 and two in region play. Bob Jones at 4-1. and one. If Austin gets the win, they'll move up to second. In Region 2, region outside of Region 3, we're keeping an eye on because of the absolute mass chaos there. But the, the matchup that we look forward to every single year is Central Phoenix City taking on Auburn. That's right. Central Phoenix City with Auburn. And uh, we are, uh, you know, the Auburn Tigers have been the heart attack kids all year. We know that, okay? And the heart attack kids, a one-point game here and there. And, uh, Lance Taylor crawling in to get his I headphones. I thought he was a dog. He could have just said, give me, give me the headphones. <laughs> I thought it was a dog, folks. I don't know if you caught him on camera or not. But, uh, that's Lance's lock, man. He reached up there and grabbed that. Uh, so, uh, hey, listen, we know Central Phoenix City, <clears throat> number one team in the state right now, according to the sports writers. Um, you know, 
I don't think Auburn's going to have a heart attack this year, this week. I think Central's going to handle them pretty well. They're hurting a little bit in the backfield on offense as Auburn, but you know it's still Auburn, Central, Phoenix City, two of the best coaches in the state, two of the best teams in the state. We've seen some crazier things happen. We'll flip a coin, but I still got to go with the Red Devils. Yeah, I mean, look, all signs are pointing to Thompson Central right now again. I know it kind of goes back and forth between Auburn and Central, but this definitely seems to be Central's year. Auburn has not been able to put the points on the board. You mentioned there, you've talked about it multiple times, their issues on offense, but uh, yeah, I like Central on this one. They do officially win, lock up the region title with a win because they're a game ahead. Uh, it's a nine-team region down there, so every team has a bye at a weird place. I think their bye is next week, so uh, they will officially lock up the region title, but I mean, in, in the, the first segment, Auburn losing puts them in a wild tiebreaker behind that, uh, you know, will cause some chaos. We'll talk about that. Right. I'll, I'll look at that when it actually happens because we've got to see what happens with Dothan, Enterprise, and Opelika behind them as well. Speaking of Opelika and Enterprise, they do play this week. Opelika 4-2 and two in region play, Enterprise at 3-2. and two. This game is actually on Thursday. Enterprise would move to second with a win, and that Auburn loss we're assuming will happen. Opelika has got to win, or it'll come down to Dothan the next week. I mean, it's, I, I don't even know what to think about this region. It's all no, over the place. No, I don't either. I, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be a closer game. I know Enterprise, you know, coming off that tough loss, but I think Opelika is going to give them a good game. I think that this. Here's the difference to me in that game. Opelika has got to travel down to Enterprise, and Enterprise is a tough place to play. Great facilities. I'm going with Enterprise. On this I'm going with Enterprise, too. I'm going with Enterprise by about a score um, in this game. And that then puts them up into a pretty good position because of that win over Auburn. Literally three one-point games with Auburn and various teams is what has decided this region. So that's how close all the teams are there behind Central Phoenix City. All right, up into Region 3. And now I mentioned all these games because these will basically lock up playoff spots. Hoover, they're at Chelsea. If they win, they'll lock up the playoff spot. Technically still alive for third if Vestavia loses out, which we don't necessarily expect to happen because Oak Mountain is Vestavia this week. They don't lock up third. They would need to uh, beat County or have Hoover lose to Thompson to lock up third next week, which we would expect to happen. But basically Vestavia will be third. Hoover over Chelsea would give them uh, fourth. Hewitt over Spain Park. Spain Park's played better, but Hewitt, if they get the win over Spain Park, uh, they would be second, and then Tus- uh, excuse me, Thompson would lock up the region with a win over Tuscaloosa County. Well, we think, you know, pretty good odds that that's happening. I tell you, out of those four teams that you just named, four games you just named, don't be so sure that Chelsea's not going to be up for a game against Hoover. I, I'm, I'm not convinced on Hoover yet. I mean, I told you who they won, who they beat this year. Chelsea is coming on strong. They're playing tough. They've been looking for this game. It's at Chelsea. I don't know. I'm not saying Hoover's going to lose it. I'm just going to say Chelsea is going to play a very hard ball game. Look, the truth is we see these teams when they play Thompson. Right. And it's a different ball game when you play Thompson or even Hewitt or Vestavia compared to, you know, when you see Chelsea against County or Oak Mountain or Spain Park. And they've, been, they've competed in a lot of those other games with the lower teams down there. So Hoover, with the struggles they've had this season, it wouldn't shock me if it's a little closer than a typical Hoover-Chelsea game would be. I do think Hoover still wins here. My lines are all over the place when it comes to who's going to win. It's just like blowout, 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 blowout. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and look, I, don't, don't, ex, you know, don't be surprised if Spain Park gets Hewitt Trustful a game either because big loss for Hewitt against Thompson. Right. Which, once again, that's all we've seen is when they play Thompson. Huge win against Vestavia. That then it's like, okay, we've locked up second place, but Spain Park, 
you know, they're pretty much out of it. But if they can come in and, you know, show have a good showing here, that can kind of build for the future with Tim Vakakis and what he's doing there with the Jaguars. But uh, I remember we'll I've said this before. A few years ago, Gaston City was the number four seed. Hewitt was number one seed. Came into Hewitt. Gadsden hit a pass down the left side to uh, the kid. I can't pronounce his name now. I forgot where he went. I think to Auburn, the wide receiver. Starts with an M anyway, long word. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, so stranger things have happened. Hewitt Trustful every now and then can lay an egg. Will they lay an egg? I doubt it very seriously, but you're right. Gaston City this year for Hewitt Trustful, it was a struggle for them. Played Central, got beat pretty bad by Central as well. Yeah. So they've had some uh, – and, of course, Thompson was 40-14. to 14, So they've had some uh, not great games this year, but this past week – they totally turned that around and just absolutely dominated Vestavia. That's why Peyton Flores is our uh, Milo's player of the week. But anyway, we'll be on the call. Tuscaloosa County at Thompson. Thompson will uh, lock up the region title with a win. Where can everybody watch that? Uh, WarriorNationNetwork.org. You can watch it uh, well, on the NFHS Network with a subscription, or you can listen for free if you want to just listen to the game. You know, we got a lot of people that – take their phones in to other games from all over the basically region three and they listen to the thompson game on their phones in their earbuds so warriornationnetwork.org if you want to listen to the thompson game we'll be on that call for that game we'll have all the scores for you during that game as well and uh, of course you can listen to our uh, pregame show uh, pitch the pregame show we never talk yeah, about the pregame show. show at six o'clock uh it'll be um on facebook watch which is go to thompson athletics facebook page is the easiest way to do it and you can watch john and i and uh we'll have uh we always have an interesting guest but uh tim will be hosting it so you know we'll uh we'll be ready it's a fun show to to do and a fun show to watch kind of our own college game day that we do in there like uh, yeah we pattern it after college game day but uh so yeah uh, Facebook page, Thompson Athletics Facebook page, 6 o'clock. Then you switch over to Warrior Nation Network if you want to watch or hear the game. Watch that game there. And, uh, yeah, Thompson could potentially lock up the region with a win there. And then next week will be Thompson Hoover. Completely lost its luster. But, you know, we'll see where things are when we get back on next round preps next week and see what other playoff spots have been locked up. A lot could potentially be locked up this week, but a lot more chaos could be caused this week as well. We'll break it all down for you and really look forward to the brackets even more next week, Next, right here on Next Round Preps.